0: We don't want to catch up with Carl Lewis uh, in the 3-4 to hour, but because it's the uh, Cape Town Cycle Tour this morning, we thought we will uh, catch up with him because he is at the tour. Very good morning to you, Carl, and welcome to the show. Early morning, eh?
1: (laughs) Good morning, Zane. Always a pleasure. Very early morning.
0: And as I know you, you're already standing with a cup of coffee somewhere.
1: Yes, I'm actually at the, as it stands, I'm at the finish line of the Cape Town Cycle Tour with uh, my coffee in hand.
0: Okay. Um, Sketch a scene for us. You're at the finish line. What time um, is the start for the first races heading out?
1: Uh, The lead races will go at uh, quarter past six, so pretty soon. Uh, The weather seems to be playing the game. I just spoke to the organisers. They're not even close to their threshold Um, in terms of cancelling. I know there's been a lot of talk Mm. about cancellation. In terms of the wind, yes. Yeah, so as it stands, um, they're not on any real alert. And I think they've put in um, safety measures in case uh, uh, the wind does pick up, which is due to do, I think, after nine but uh, they don't seem to be stressed, so I don't think the riders should be should be too stressed, and they should just uh, obviously focus on safety, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
0: Who are the main uh, cyclists and um, the main people in, in in this race at the at the start of it all? And uh, who are we expecting to win this race? And they start at the parade, uh, if I'm not mistaken. That they start that quarter past six race um, at the parade.
1: Yes. So they've. I think because of um, the wind, they cancelled the event in 27. Uh, 2017, and they actually changed the uh, the start the, the, the starting location to the Grand Parade. So I think it's in a second year. And then in terms of the uh, the, the the contenders, uh, Nolan Hoffman, you know, three-time champion, he's someone to watch out for. He is always um, him and Clint Hendricks always have a a small rivalry for the. Um, for the title, but I think this year what makes it different is South Africa's uh, pro cycling team, Team Dimension Data. You know, our Tour de France team. They have two local riders uh, taking part: um, Nick Lamini from Capricorn in Musenberg and then uh, mm-hmm. Stefan De Bot from Stellenbosch. So they that actually adds a very interesting dynamic. They used to 200 kilometer races, obviously being professionals on the on the world tour scene. But this is a 109 kilometer race. So They actually want the course to be hard; they want the wind to blow, so it can be harder on the on the other riders because they're more climbers and it 's only really say kaboshi that 's the the challenging climb so really keep an eye out uh, for the men 's race it, uh, it should be very interesting' it's with those with Lamini and debat uh, in the mix
0: yeah and and uh, you know a, a total of thirty five thousand cyclists uh, in and around the city and i and I know that a number of charities are also going to be benefiting from this.
1: Yes, yes. So um, the, the Cape Town Cycle to itself, I think they align with two charities. So they raise them in the region of 9 to 10 million rand. And then obviously there's other pri- private fundraising um, uh, uh, charities on the go. They do their own thing. And that is about 15 to 25 million rand. Uh, so there's a
0: lot of money at play. Uh, Carl, can I think, you know? that, I, Carl, I think that wind is picking up a little bit. You just need to sort of uh, get yourself into one of the, um, one of the areas out at the stadium where Morning. it's uh, slightly. There we go. Um,
1: can you? <laughs> can you a bit better?
0: Yeah, I see somebody greeting you there. The after your coffee, Carl. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, a number of charities um, gaining from this, and, um, and there's there's a what what is the total purse for uh, purse money for this race? Is there any purse money? First prize, second price? How much do these guys get? Uh,
1: you know, Zana, actually, uh, I don't know the the professionals what they the, what they'll get from the race. I know obviously the prestige; at South Africa's um, biggest biggest race on the calendar. Mm. But, but I can't tell you the, the exact prize money. But like I said, for charity, around uh, fifteen to twenty five million raised.
0: And. Uh the women in this race, because uh, I still want to chat to you about uh, uh, about uh, the sort of discrimination um, all over the world in terms of women participating in races, and uh, the fact that we still have men's only races shocked me now the other day. But, um, Carl, uh, the the women leading the field here?
1: Oh well, there's, there's a couple of uh, there's a couple of locals uh, local ladies to watch out for. I know last year um, a Namibian woman. Uh, she won the race, and you know uh, this race is very important in terms of uh, Olympic qualifying uh, and things like that. So it's a very important. So it's not just about the men; it, it's, uh, the women's race is just as competitive. And in fact, I think there's been three different winners over the last uh, three years. So uh, this is just as as exciting as the men.
0: Chatting this morning to Carl Lewis, he's at the finish line of the Cape Town Cycle Tour. Um, Carl talking about ladies and about the, uh, you know, the entire situation, uh, in terms of races. I, I watched somebody now the other day being pulled out of a race because, uh, you know, and this was a, a sort of a marathon race. She was pulled out of there, uh, because she was a lady and she couldn't participate in, in, in the races. Is this a becoming a, a sort of a normal thing? Is this like, you know, does it still exist?
1: Well, uh, I think that is, that is perhaps an isolated incident. Um, I think it, it, the discrimination obviously lives uh, and, is, and is very ripe around sport. But I think in, in the context of the Cape Town Cycle Tour, uh, not so much. There's always been a, a split and uh, a women's and men's race. So I don't think that's, that's really an issue um, in, in this race for this specifically. But mm. around the world, I think uh, you know equality is becoming more and more of a topic of conversation, and, and I think we're meeting it head-on. I think the big news out of the weekend is the U.S. women's uh, soccer team, who are demanding equal pay uh, as their men. And the reason they say that is, you know, they've they've won three World Cups, four Olympic gold, gold medals. They train just as hard. Um, they they they've had the the biggest TV audience for a football match in America. So they feel uh, where. If they lose a match, they don't get anything. Well, if the men loses the match, they still get $5,000. So they're saying there's a huge pay discrepancy. And I think, I mean, the U.S. is, is seen as the light of, of democracy and freedom. And even in their country, you know, <laughs> they're struggling with uh, 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 gender discrimination and, and, and such a big pay gap.
0: Yeah. And uh, moving on from that story, um, it's good news for Cape Town getting the 2023 um, Netball uh, World Championship. Yes,
1: huge news. I was there at the um, announcement, and I, I think the 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 the, the news rather has been met with, with real positive sentiment from from South, Af- from South Africans. And I think we we don't realize how big, or at least I didn't realize how big uh, netball was. There's six million um, netball players in South Africa, and it's also the biggest uh, female participation sport. On the continent and you know the the idf the international netball federation they were so they were quite clear that africa is a very key growth area for them there's four african teams in the top 20 in the world so um not only did south africa have the um the best bid, which they were quite clear it wasn't just about giving it to africa for the first time but but they said that you know south africa the cape town bid was was really good But in terms of their strategic um, outlook for the next few years, Africa is a a very important uh, area for them.
0: Carl Lewis, we expect the first person back in uh, the August. In what time?
1: Uh, In my experience, it's usually about eight minutes, ten minutes past nine. That's usually the the, the, or, or just before nine. So it could be two hours, thirty minutes, two hours forty minutes mm. somewhere around somewhere around I so, uh, and usually around nine o'clock that's when I'm at my busiest.
0: and the cut off time
1: uh the cutoff time is i think either four or five o'clock God, so they uh, usually yeah, they usually give an update um around three mm. and then it usually leaves uh, they give a you know a medical update uh What's going on And then I think it's An hour after that That they they close the doors Which is really Unfortunate The cut of time For
0: people. myself And <laughs> The cut of time For myself And Jeremy van Veck Will have to be Midnight tonight Because we'll never Make it out <laughs> Jeremy says I must speak for myself But I know He's just as unfit As me Carl Lewis At the finish line Of um, the Cape Town Cycle tour Thank you so much, Carl, and have yourself a wonderful uh, Sunday. I know it's going to be a busy one, uh, but I'm sure the family will keep the roast chicken for you for later. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Zane. You Thanks have a lovely a Sunday too. Bye-bye. Ciao.